This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. Brian has done some of these by himself before. We obviously typically do them together, but today I'm coming at you doing this solo. Today's topic is going to be how to create a real world practical marketing plan. So we've written a blog about this. I did a, um, a quick Tuesday teaching in our Facebook group. And so now I want to bring it to you in the form of a podcast. But first, let me give a shout out to our sponsor, RepairPal. We want to thank our friends at RepairPal for providing you with this episode. RepairPal will help you grow your auto repair shop business. And you can learn more at repairpal.com forward slash shops. So with that being said, let's shift gears and, um, you know, maybe RepairPal is going to be part of your marketing plan for next year. But I'm recording this today in November, November 14th, the fall conference season, if you want to call it that, is kind of coming to a close. Lots of events have been happening And I'm going to be teaching this actually live tomorrow in our private Facebook group as a quick class, but I wanted to hit the highlights for you on the podcast. Maybe you're driving down the road listening, maybe you're listening while you're eating lunch or whatever. These are some things that we want to point out to help make a practical, real-world marketing plan. And what I mean by that is, A lot of times, you know, maybe you're going to a bank to get a loan and they want all this business paperwork. And a lot of times they want to see what does your marketing plan look like. And sometimes these things are super in-depth and they're big documents. I'm talking about a simple, easy to use, easy to look at, easy to implement, where you've got all the things listed kind of in one document that's a fluid document. You're looking at this maybe on a monthly or definitely a quarterly or gosh, it could even be a weekly basis. It just depends on how in-depth you get with this. But let's first point out three books that we call the Auto Repair Shop Marketing MBA. And before you start kind of filling in the dots to this marketing plan, there's some books that we think you really should read. You've heard us talk about these before. The Ultimate Guide to Auto Repair Marketing. That is one book. You can get that at shopmarketingpros.com forward slash book. But then the other two are not ours. We just love them. And um, you can get these on Amazon, but it is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And then also They Ask, You Answer by Marcus Sheridan. One is all about branding and your message. And one is all about content and where you're going to get that content. So we want to definitely have you um, take a look at those three books. Once you've done that, the very first thing that is important in creating a marketing plan is for you to understand your audience. Who are you trying to attract? And we want you to really dig into that and start off by thinking of your favorite customers, the ones that if you could have 5, 10, 15 more of that exact customer, then that's what we want you to do. We want you to go ahead and just picture who they are, write their name down, and really think about what is important to them. 
quality, convenience, the price? Is it that you really know their specific vehicle? Maybe you're a specialty shop, right? Think about that customer. What is driving them to you? What keeps them coming back to you? And then start thinking about where are they located? How can you find more of them? Well, birds of a feather flock together. So start thinking about their common watering holes. You know, is it the soccer mom? Well, maybe it's that soccer field, right? What websites do they visit? Which social platforms are they on? Which magazines are they reading? So really dissect your audience first. Pull out your Google Doc and write, who is my audience? Who am I trying to attract? It is not anyone with a car. Please do not say that. When you're doing your marketing and you're creating your messaging and you're really coming up with where you're going to put your message, that's not going to help you if you're like anyone with a car. We want you to really think about that specific customer and keep them in mind all throughout the creation of this marketing plan. Once you have done that, we want you to think about what is your overall goal? So here we are in November as I'm recording this, 2022 It's a perfect time to be looking ahead at 2023. What is your goal? What is it that you want to accomplish in 2023? Is it increasing your average repair order? Is it that you don't have enough cars? You do need more cars. And I know that that is often a hot topic about ARO versus car count. You know, every shop is different and maybe you're a brand new shop and you need cars. Maybe you have plenty of cars, but you need to focus on increasing that average repair order. Maybe you're not really getting the specific customer that you want. So it's possible that you need to do some brand awareness around putting your message in front of the right customer. Your goal might be to attract the right customer. You could potentially have a new service that you want to highlight. It could be that there's a downtime in the year and you know for us You may have heard this story before. We figured out that during the North Carolina State Fair in October of every year, we had a two to three week season of really low car count. We needed more cars. We really had to put together some special promotions for that. So maybe you know your peaks and valleys and you want to focus on a specific time of the year. It could be brand building. It could be that you're opening a second location. Think about what your overall goal is. So you've written down um, a good description of your customer that you're trying to attract. Now you want to list out your goal and what your goals are for the year. Consider doing a SWOT analysis. I really love talking about this because when I first heard about a SWOT analysis when we had our shop, It was a huge thing for me doing our marketing and made a big difference. So the SWOT analysis is not new. This has been around forever and ever. But if you haven't heard of it or you haven't done it in a long time, then this could be something that you might want to stop and spend some time doing. So SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So your strengths, how are you excelling? What separates you? What makes you special? Is it that you have a great loyal customer base? Is it that your team is awesome? You have an incredible shop culture. Maybe it's the quality tools and equipment that you have at your shop. So think about listing out the things that are your strengths, including that in your messaging can be a game changer. Weaknesses. What are your weak areas? What are the things that you would not want to highlight, but you know you need to work on? 
It could be that you read your reviews and you're seeing a trend in um, maybe it's comebacks or maybe there's a personnel issue where a specific person on your team is continually being called out in those negative reviews. So it could be that you have some training that needs to happen. Maybe you have high debt or high turnover, something like that. So moving on to the opportunities, what are the things that could give you an advantage in your market? Is there something coming or something new that's available to you? So maybe it's attending a training event. Maybe it's that you're going to be hiring a new service advisor and that's going to create some opportunity in your shop. Or finally, um, maybe you've decided it's time for me to hire a coach. So that is going to be an incredible opportunity for you to consider as you're building out your marketing plan for the upcoming year. And then, of course, the last thing is threats. What are the things that could create or cause potential harm or damage in your shop? So is it the tech shortage? What can you do to keep and retain the text that you have? Is it the parts, the supply chain, right? Parts, getting parts might be a problem. Maybe there's a new shop in town that's presenting or posing a threat to you losing customers. So kind of write down these things, make it part of your marketing plan so that you know what to highlight in your marketing messaging as you move forward. Think about the services that you want to highlight. That's another area of your marketing that um, you could be spotlighting all throughout the year. Um, you may just highlight it more in certain seasons of the year or less, but it's something you want to include. Um, maybe that's maintenance or breaks or ACs, alignments. Maybe your equipment, your text, the training that you've done, you want to highlight or focus on a certain repair such as leaks or suspension repairs or things like that. So consider adding that to your marketing plan as well. I want to highlight these specific services. And when we look at creating marketing for our customers, we know that there are lots of shops out there who do not want to offer coupons or special offers. So I want to take a minute to differentiate promotions from specials or coupons. Promotion is simply promoting a service or a specific technician or a certain type of vehicle that you're working on. That is promoting a certain thing. That's not, I don't want people to get confused with that being a coupon or a special offer. Special offers, coupons, those are literally dollar amount off, percent off, buy one, get one, whether it's buy one, get one free or buy one, get one half off or Um, If you spend this number of dollars, then we're going to give you this much off. Those are special offers, coupons. You don't have to do those. But if you find that you are the shop and that is something that is important to you or it's important, that's how you get your customers in, go ahead and think ahead. What is going to be my special offer for the month of January? Is it super cold in your area and you want to do something around that? Maybe you want to offer a special discount when it comes to summertime and people getting their car ready for summer travel, the holidays, all those things. Think about them ahead of time. Put them on a calendar for the month, for the year, plug it into that month and know ahead of time what your promotion or your special offer is going to be. So once you have listed these things out, it's time to start kind of micro focusing and think about 
which marketing methods are you going to use? Some of them are including this on your website, doing some paid ads on social or Google, whether you're going to use print marketing, you know, you're going to participate in the local magazine or maybe a billboard or a direct mail piece, email marketing, SMS text marketing, using the radio, doing video. There's so many different tactics that are available to you. So don't be afraid to try something new. But at the same time, if you've been doing something, you don't need to fix it if it's not broken. So go ahead and plug these these tactics into your marketing plan for the next year to set yourself up for success so you know what's coming and nothing is a surprise or something that you do as a knee-jerk reaction. You're able to say, hey, this was part of our marketing plan. This is why we're doing this. It also gives you the language to say no to those people who just kind of pop into the shop with this new opportunity for marketing. You're able to say, you know what? That's not in my marketing plan. And so I'm not planning to do that right now. Choose your marketing method. Which tactic are you going to utilize? Time to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. Don't get left behind. Today's tech-savvy consumers value instant gratification, so they start their searches for a repair shop on their computers and smartphones. These power users research auto repair and service options and decide which shops to engage with in an instant. Gain these customers by being RepairPal certified. They provide proof that your prices are fair with their best-in-class estimator. They're the largest site for auto repair, and they will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com and through the recommendation of partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. As shop owners, we were in the RepairPal certified network, and it helped grow our business. You have to be in it to win it, so head on over to RepairPal.com forward slash shops and set up a call to learn more. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. That's RepairPal.com forward slash shops. We get this question all the time. What should my marketing budget be? How aggressive do you want to be with the growth of your shop? That is the question that you need to ask yourself in order to specify your budget. The typical marketing budget is going to be based on your annual revenue. So if you're just trying to have conservative growth, you like what you've been doing, you want to maintain that and just have a little conservative growth, then you're looking at five to 7% of your annual, your actual revenue being five to 7% of that for marketing. If you want to grow aggressively, then some people go up to 15%, 10 to 12. It's going to be determined by how aggressive you want to grow your shop. With that in mind, a lot of people are surprised by the numbers of the marketing budget, but it's because they forget that included in that could be, so it's up to you. One is what I'm getting at is how are you categorizing your expenses? So there are some things that um, maybe you didn't think is part of marketing, but it actually is. So for example, your CRM, are you categorizing that as marketing? Because that is retention. That's getting people back into your shop. So your BNI membership, your chamber membership, that sort of thing. So if you're attending marketing classes and you're paying for that, well, that's part of your marketing budget as well. Take Meet with your bookkeeper or CPA and really get a good idea of what is included in your marketing budget. You may find, oh, well, that's really taking up a big part of my overall marketing budget. So really line item those things out. 
but obviously what you're paying for maybe Google ads or Facebook ads, that's all part of your budget as well. So get your budget in line, determine what it is that you want um, to include in that. So then think about who's going to do this. Is it you, the shop owner? Is it someone else in your shop? that maybe they're really skilled or talented in that, or maybe they're really interested in that. So decide who's going to do that. Or are you going to outsource that to a marketing company? Think about, do you have the time? Do you have the knowledge? Do you have the desire? Is it something you want to do? So while you're creating your marketing plan, go ahead and think about who's going to do these certain parts of the marketing. Is it going to be you? Is it someone else? All right, you have choices. From there, start thinking about your messaging because that's one of the biggest parts is you've spent so much time figuring out who your audience is going to be, how much money you want to spend in your marketing budget, where you're going to put this, but then what you're going to say, right? We love, as I mentioned, Story Brand, the book in the beginning. We love the results that we see people get from incorporating story brand into how they put their message together. So there's a whole other series of podcasts where we've talked about this. We've taught classes on this. We love the book, but um, whether you utilize it or not is totally up to you. It's important to know that the story brand is how you put your message together. There's a big paradigm shift in this framework that Donald Miller put together where the character is not who it typically would be. Meaning a lot of times you look at people's marketing and and you see that they're super focused on themselves, the business. It's all about them. It's all about their history, their certifications, their years in business, the awards they've gotten. When what we really want you to do is be super hyper-focused on your customer and the problem that they have. It's not just that their car is broken down. It's really that now they can't get to work. They can't get their kids to school. They can't get to the grocery. They can't continue on with their life. The car being broken down is not the major problem. It's really what they are now unable to do in their life um, with their routine and, and getting where they need to go. So you can really drill down and get deeper with that problem. But that's one of the parts of story branded. So when we're talking to you about your marketing plan and the message and how you're going to deliver your message, we want to remind you to really think about your customer and the problem that you are are helping them to solve. Okay, so crafting your message is going to go back to really knowing your customer and who you're trying to target. All right, think back about that SWOT analysis and what's going really well in your shop, the weaknesses, the opportunities, the threats, and incorporate all this into your message. You know, if you're really good at repairing oil leaks, then maybe that is the problem that you want to focus on in one of your social media posts or in an email campaign or in a Facebook ad. So you can really include all of this in your marketing plan, looking at the big picture and always focusing on your customer and the problem that they have and how you're going to help them solve that. We like to encourage you to then kind of step back and start thinking about your marketing in campaigns, right? In at the level of breaking it down on 
this particular service or this type of vehicle and determining what is my goal when it relates to this specific problem that we want to focus on solving for our customers. So when you look at those campaigns, you're going to kind of name that campaign. It might be the campaign that you're going to do in the month of February. It might be the campaign that you're going to do going into the summer for helping people get their car ready for summer trips, right? So that's not something that's just going to last all year long. But when we think about campaigns, it is one specific promotion that you are working on. So kind of lay that out. Think about the audience that you're going to attract for that specific promotion, where you're going to put this message, what the message is going to be, which marketing tactics you're going to use. And so once you have all of these different campaigns laid out that you're going to utilize throughout the year, you pull all of them together into one It's all part of your marketing plans. You're looking at the whole year. You know, hey, this is my campaign for January. This is my campaign for February, March. Or maybe you're looking at it on a seasonal, you know, winter basis or a quarterly basis. This is what we're going to do for Q1, Q2. So with these campaigns in mind, it's going to help you to lay out what your promotions are. As we continue working through your overall marketing plan for the whole year, Another thing that is going to be incredibly important for you is how you're going to measure your marketing. So with each of these campaigns that we were talking about, how are you going to know if the marketing worked? Whether you are tracing it back to conversions on your ads or website traffic or the growth of your social media following or conversions as it relates to actual appointments that were made, you cannot manage what you don't measure It's absolutely critical when you're creating your marketing plan that you include how you're going to measure it. Which tools are you going to use, whether it's Google Analytics or your Google ad accounts or the metrics that come with Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or your email marketing metrics and all of the things that are included in your softwares that connect your ads to that appointment page so that you know how many people clicked and scheduled an appointment. You have to include this in your marketing plan so that you know what worked and what didn't work. Some of these digital or all of these digital marketing tactics, when it's digital, guess what? If you're looking at your stats and you see that's not performing the way I want it to, well, you can turn it off or you can maybe not turn it off completely, but just pause it and make some changes, pivot and adjust that marketing and get it going again once you've made the adjustments. Now, if it's something that's more permanent, like, hey, I printed it, it's it's in a printed ad in a magazine, well, you can't change that in the middle, but you should still be able to find a way to track how that marketing piece performed. Whether you're putting this in a Google Doc or an Excel spreadsheet, or you can even go out and, and Google annual marketing plan templates. There's so many different ones out there. Find something that is going to work for you. Maybe you're a paper and pencil type person. Go print the 12 months of the year with a calendar and put some of this out in there as far as your campaigns go with kind of a cover image listing out, as we said, your budget, your audience, the tactics that you're going to use. But put it all together in one place so that you can easily access that throughout the year. And especially when you find those opportunities where 
maybe it's a salesperson that comes into the shop or you get an email from someone and they're giving you this opportunity to do this new marketing thing. You can either find, hey, does that fit into my budget? Does that fit into my plan that I put together? And it gives you a way to tell that person, hey, it's not fitting in for this year, but maybe we can talk about putting it in for next year. Again, this marketing plan is fluid. It is something you should be able to easily access and adjust as you want or need to. But it's really helpful to have all of this planned out ahead of time. So I would recommend in order for you to be able to truly do this is to block out some time on your calendar where you go behind closed doors, get in a place that's undistracted, turn your phone off, turn it over, um, set that new focus mode on, on the phone or the computer so that you're not being distracted. Maybe you need to stay home and do this from your kitchen table or go to a local coffee shop. The only way you're really truly going to be able to do this is if you get away by yourself or with someone who's going to work on this with you and dig in and really put some of these things in place. One thing I failed to mention that's super important is that in order to go forward, you may need to look back. So look back over the prior year and see, hey, did I reach my goals? What do I want to improve on? You know, maybe it's that um, you're doing well with this service and you want to highlight a different service. Maybe it's that you want to expand a little further into your market. So you want to maybe adjust your geographic region that you're targeting, maybe going an extra mile out or getting involved in a certain organization in your community. So look back at what you've done, at what's working, what's not working, and where you have some areas that you can improve. So if you have any questions at all about um, creating your marketing plan, I would invite you to reach out to me, podcast at shopmarketingpros.com. Let me know what questions you have. You can also post your questions in our private Facebook group. Just go into Facebook and do a search for Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind. Answer the questions, I'll let you in, and it is a great place for you to come and ask questions of other shop owners. What are you doing? What are your goals for next year? You know, I want to do this. Um, Have any of you done that before? What worked for you? What didn't work for you? So in addition to emailing or joining us on the Facebook group, you can also follow us on Facebook, on our regular Facebook page, Instagram, TikTok, where we're putting lots of reels and short format videos out, YouTube, LinkedIn, all the great places. I hope that you will join us somewhere in the digital world. And also, if you ever have any questions or any podcast topics that you would like for us to cover, then shoot us an email, the same one, podcast at shopmarketingpros.com. I want to thank you for listening, and I hope that you have found something really helpful here listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast, which is on the Aftermarket Radio Network. There are some other great shows on the network, and you can find them at aftermarketradionetwork.com or on your favorite podcast listening apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many others. If you have enjoyed this, you've um, found something great and helpful, then I would ask you to please give us a thumbs up, rate our podcast to help others find it as well. Tune in for another episode next week. Until then, go fill those bays. 
You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.